Chapter fourteen of the Commentary by Voltaire on an Essay on Crimes and Punishments by Cesare Beccaria, translated by Edward Duncan Ingraham. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Caroline. Chapter fourteen of the difference between political and natural laws i call natural laws those which nature has dictated in all ages and to every people for the maintenance of the principles of that justice which nature notwithstanding all that has been said against it has implanted in our hearts theft violence homicide ingratitude to indulgent parents perjury committed to injure not to assist an innocent person and conspiracy against our native country are positive crimes everywhere more or less severely and always justly punished i call those political laws that are made to meet a present emergency whether for the purpose of strengthening the power of government or the prevention of future misfortune for example it is apprehended that the enemy may receive intelligence from the inhabitants of a city you shut the gates immediately and you forbid any one to pass the ramparts on pain of death or when a new sect in religion making a parade in public of its obedience to the sovereign power cabals in secret for the purpose of throwing off that obedience and under the pretext that it is better to obey god than man and that the reigning sect is loaded with superstition and ridiculous ceremonies wishes to destroy that which is deemed sacred by the state you enact the punishment of death against those who by dogmatizing publicly in favour of the sect run the risk of instigating the people to revolt or two ambitious men are disputing the possession of a throne the most powerful succeeds he punishes with death the partisans of his weaker antagonist judges become the instrument of the vengeance of the new sovereign and the supporters of his authority whoever had any communication under hugh capet with charles of lorraine ran the risk of his life unless he was very powerful when richard the third the murderer of his nephews was recognized as king of england a jury condemned sir william Collinburn to be quartered his crime was the having written to a friend of the earl of richmond who was at that time raising troops and who afterwards reigned under the name of henry the seventh two ridiculous lines of sir william's writing were found and they sufficed to consign him to a horrible death history abounds with similar examples of justice the law of retaliation is also one of those laws the authority of which is admitted by all nations the enemy has hanged one of your bravest officers 
who held out in a little ruined fort against a whole army one of their officers falls into your hands he may be an estimable man for whom you may have great regard yet you hang him upon the principle of retaliation you say it is the law that is to say because your enemy has sullied his character by one outrageous crime it becomes necessary for you to commit another all those laws the result of a sanguinary policy exist but for a time we easily see that they are not founded on principle when we observe them to be temporary they remind us of the necessity which in cases of extreme famine obliges men to eat each other they cease to devour men as soon as bread can be obtained End of chapter fourteen